This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening, welcome along. My name is Vinny White. It's Sunday night, it's 9.07, and I introduce to you the Vinny White Show, a news-shaped baked potato with opinion stuffed inside and comedy grated on top. Uh, you can get in touch with the show on 416-872-1010, or you can text the show and it pops up right in front of me. Instantly, it's gorgeous, on 7.10.10. Coming up tonight, we discuss... Yesterday, I accidentally found myself in the United States of America and the Border Patrol police were not very happy with me. I will discuss that story with Amanda Capito. That happened. Yeah. And they were very upset with me. I just had two very large bricks of cocaine and they got all upset. Uh, no, we'll un- uncover the the actual facts later on. And uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff that's in the news. Yeah, so I suppose, as I suppose I should mention the shooting, which is, of course, incredibly depressing. And I did say a few shows ago, I said that I don't see why we should talk about these things until the... Um, law has changed and there's a bit more gun control in the United States. But if you haven't heard, of course, you probably have by now, uh, there was uh, a gunman that uh, went off the rails in Baton Rouge and shot dead some policemen today. And as always, it's all over the networks and getting enormous publicity, but no one's really considering any actual change that will stop this madness. And uh, if you want to know what the sheriff said, Sheriff Sid Goutreau, uh down there in Baton Rouge, obviously he said something about how we should all come together and change the gun laws in a sensible and logical and rational and reasonable way. Yeah? No, no, just some religious nonsense like this. With God's help, we will get through this. To me, this is not so much about gun control as it is about what's in men's hearts and until we come together as a nation as a people to heal as a people if we don't do that and this madness continues we will surely perish as a people so I would just ask for your prayers and your support for all of the families of those that are involved here today and continue to pray for this parish, this city, this state, and this nation. Sheriff Sid Goutreau there, uh, talking an absolute steaming massive pile of bollocks. So congratulations there. Utter nonsense. So much so, not even going to talk about it. Let's move on to other things. Sunday night. It's always it's already quite depressing Sundays, isn't it? It's always a bit melancholic because the old looming work. I suggest you crack open a beverage of your favourite kind, pop those shoes off, and uh, relax and listen to the dulcet tones of myself. I only say that because I got a text. Uh, what a Amazing world we live in. Already, two texts. One says, I could listen to your dulcet tones all day. 
Thank you very much. Another one. Shut the F up. I, I assume they're not the same person. And very un unlikely to be related. But it's nice to have balance. Highs and lows. How are you, Pat? You look busy working away there. I'm great. You appear to be doing some things. What on earth has happened to you? Yeah, I was just playing that video was a Twitter video. It's a bit uh, difficult, so I had to uh, close everything down on the computer so it didn't make any noise. Well, there's no more clips for the rest of the show, so don't worry. You can just relax, sit back, look, as you always do, beautiful, and occasionally pop that lovely little voice of yours on to guide me through through the evening. Get this comedy ship anchored. Hmm? Sounds good to me. Um, what was I going to talk about to start with? Oh, you know the Amish? I'm aware of them. Yeah, I don't think they're aware of you, but they're not aware of much. Um, not in a bad way. They made a choice, and that's fair play to them, I say. The Amish are, in case you don't know, of course, a conservative Christian group of people who don't watch TV, drive cars, or use the internet, and they don't typically vote in national ele elections, of course. Now, a group of Donald Trump supporters is hoping to change that. Uh, in Berlin, Ohio, not the big one in Germany, Berlin, Ohio, the heart of the state's Amish community, where people claim to know little about Mr. Trump, although quite a few know that he's a billionaire. On Friday night, uh, Berlin's main street was packed with horse-drawn buggies and Amish families lining the streets to enjoy free bluegrass. Guilty pleasure of mine. I, ch I know it's not cool to enjoy it, but I do. Do you like it? Kentucky bluegrass, like old-fashioned stuff. I'm, I don't like modern hipster stuff that they try and pass off as bluegrass. Yeah, a, a lot of the... Um, there is that, and there's also another offshoot, Christian bluegrass. No, I. it's that very, very old stuff has almost nothing to do with garden. Yeah, I know. It's amazing how they've managed to come up with that. I, I know that because I had a car today. I was driving somewhere, and I it had XM Sirius Radio. I love that. And I tried out all the stations, and I got locked onto one called Enlighten Me, <laughs> which I think had a, a symbol of a cross. And it was it was like comedy bluegrass. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like... Jesus put the light of my heart and then it feels so good to me. Everything's <laughs> so... going to be good because my sins have been washed away from me. It was really weird. It was kind of catchy. And then, like, the chorus was, Jesus, 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 he's the one to save the day. Get on the big truck, Jesus, saying, come on my way, that type of thing. Yeah. Not never, word for word. Don't Shazam it. That could be a song. If someone did Shazam it, something would come up. I can tell you now, and I'm not taking the piss, I'm being honestly truthful, most of the songs I heard were worse than what I just did. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad music. It's like, um, the problem is, with Christian rock in particular, because some of it was Christian rock, is the whole point, the angst behind rock, the driving force is aggression and not doing what authority tells you yeah, to do. Yeah, anti-establishment. Exactly. Religion is kind of an enormous worldwide establishment. It's a very big one, particularly the Catholic one. A billion members last time I checked. And it's hard to convey that anger when you're speaking very positively about anyone. It just so happens to be Jesus. But if you were to, you know, change the word Jesus, it would still sound weird, you know? I love him so, everything he does, he does for me, and it makes me feel good inside. Yeah, maybe you have, like, a very good friend that you're singing your hard rock song about. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose the only ones that work is when they rip on Satan. Satan is evil. 
we hate him. So that seems a bit more fitting. Making like fighting the devil. That's yeah, exactly. kind of rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, so funny. Christian rock. Billy Connolly does a good bit on that. If you're Googling and uh, this show's boring at any point, do Google Billy Connolly Christian rock music. All right? Not now! Not now! Pin your ears back. Enjoy the show. Right, back to the Amish. Where was I? Uh, so that's what's going on. The Amish um, are... Did you know they're exempt from paying taxes? And they don't receive social security or disability benefits from the government. So many people think that they can't vote, but they can. It's just that they often choose not to exercise that right. Now, knowing this, Trump's campaign has begun a campaign to the Amish, even publishing an advert for Donald, I'll soon be shot Trump, in, um, in an Amish newspaper. Amish newspaper. Paradoxical? Because I, th- I didn't know they had any newspapers. But I suppose you've got to sell your buggy somewhere, haven't you? Community leaflet, I guess it would be more like one page, like, you know, John Brown wants to sell wooden wheel to, you know, <laughs> interested buyer. I don't think they're called John Brown because they're descended from, I think, I think they're descended from the Dutch. And they call people like you and me English. And I mean you. You, you're English because you're not Amish. Ah, yeah, I didn't know that. Anyone that isn't Amish is English. I know there's a lot of them in Pennsylvania. That's my only real experience. Mm, they love it them. there. I love it. Um, anyway, the reason I bring this up is they managed to interview one of the Amish people. They don't normally give interviews, of course. And Oh, you know what? I feel right stupid. His name is John. Honestly. You actually guessed a name of an Amish person. Tonight, I'm guess that Amish person's name. He didn't get his last name, though. His name's John Herb. John Herb. And uh, he said, well, I guess we'll leave the voting up to God. Now, that's going to be tricky. Um, but he said, when he was asked whether he was interested in voting, he said, well, I think the end of the world is not that far off because people are acting worse than animals. So I don't really feel the need. How would he know? Fake Amish. Mm, how do you know the world? I mean, you're right, but how do you know? Yeah, see, I think he's full of it. I think these Amish know everything. Do you reckon? Yeah, I'm sure they're well aware of, you know, jet uh, airplanes and cell phones. Most of them, I Well, they bet. could not be aware of airplanes. I mean, unless they are constantly inside. I suppose. I mean, more like the technology and sort of ability to fly and transport around. I don't think they're going like, is that a bird? You know. Like, did you think that some of them have got phones? I'm I'm almost certain. Mm. I'm pretty sure a lot of them have power as well. Yeah. Electricity and running water. Not knocking you, Amish, if you're listening. And by the way, if you're listening, why are you listening? That's the whole thing. Hey. Can't be caught. Ha! Phone in. I dare you. Use that device. Um, Anyway, where was I going with this? Um, He says the world's going to end. And he might be right. This weekend, I feel like he's... (laughs) I mean, it's it's pretty civil war-y, the United States, isn't it? So, um, so I might become a, a an Amish person because I I think it's quite appealing in some ways. I mean, they, they probably won't vote for Trump if they do vote because they're pacifists. So, I'm not sure that they'll like you know Trump's views on guns and uh, the massive influence that the National Rifle Association has on politics down there. So, who knows they'll vote? But I I do I like that thought of being a pacifist and not just not getting involved in it you know i just can't i just i never fight i never want any 
disruption to my life. I just want, you know, I want to build my own house, grow my own food, sew my own clothes. Sounds great. I don't want to look at cats on the internet. I'm not being bombarded with images of Kim Kardashian's bottom. Not having to talk about the weather when you go to the bank. You wouldn't have to bank. Uh, not putting up with streetcars. A horse and buggy would be quicker than a streetcar. Come on. With no wheels. Um, lots of outdoor life. Having a few wives, if you're into that. Bonus. It's not going to get boring. So I quite like that. Of course, there is the rape, incest, rudimentary education, women and children having almost no rights, non-stop religion, and all its associated fear and brainwashing. Effective means of control. And, of course, animal abuse. But you can't have it all. Right, um, um, I dare you to make similar comments about Mohammed. Your broadcast may be viewed as hateful and therefore may qualify as hate propaganda, said someone on text. What on earth are you talking about? Salman Rushdie type uh, thing. Your broadcast may be... Oh, oh, I see. My broadcast may be viewed as hateful if I were to criticize uh muhammad in the same way you uh making fun of not jesus but people who i at no point during this show have i ever made fun of jesus i have and i stand by it made fun of people that write music about jesus because most of it's crap yeah it was more about the bad music yeah i thought that was that was why i was laughing off a balance i don't like celine dion much there you go all right you happy with that there even when we come back, we'll talk to Amanda Capito about stuff and things. Chill out. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Amanda Capito's in, and she comes in every week to do Newsy Poos, a little feature where we discuss the goings-on in the news. And I'd, I'd like to give a description for our listeners. I wouldn't normally do this, but... A dashing dress covered in pineapples. <laughs> not real ones. The pineapple print, I should say. And it's not tacky. It's like black and white. And I feel like from afar, you couldn't really tell it's pineapples. But then up close, it's pineapples. Well, I think you look nice. And it would appear that I'm not the only one. Because you just told me something um, off air. And we'll now say it on air. Yes, as I was coming in today, yeah. a man shouted across the street, You're an eight! As I was running across now, the street. is that all right? I... Like, I'm conflicted, because as soon as I said it to you, you were going, really, an eight? I mean, at nine or ten is the only shout-worthy number. Exactly. I think if you if you think <laughs> eight or less, keep it inside. You didn't ask him, did you? No. You didn't go up to a dude outside and just <laughs> like, say, what do you think? excuse me, mate, I've, I've just uh, purchased this pineapple print dress, <laughs> and I'm very interested. What do you think? Give us a number. That didn't happen. So he just, no. he volunteered the information. Yeah. I mean, I don't like catcalling as a whole, but of course being shouted a number at, I mean, eight is a decent number, I guess. Like eight is an 80%. It's like an A minus. Oh, so it is out of 10. I, I sure hope it's out of 10. <laughs> as opposed to a percentage. Oh, well, jeez. <laughs> then I good. really got to return this dress. So... I sort of want to go up to him and go, right, just to quantify, it is out of 10. <laughs> I should have done that. Did you want me to do a quick 12? Is there any way, can we go into points? Yeah, can I get 8.5 somehow? Yeah. What if I put my hair down? My hair's up right now. How strict is it when it comes to round numbers? Is there any, any movement? <laughs> any leeway. Can we get halves at least? 
Um, eight is a good number. I mean, I'd be happy with it. Text 71010 if you would be happy with an eight. Like, should I be happy with an eight? Yeah, that's a good question. If someone shouted your number yeah, and it was an eight, you right with that? <laughs> I'd be over the moon. Yeah? But then at the same time, I'd be like, it's got to do with you. <laughs> what number was he? Well, I saw him from afar. I don't know. I think I'd have to, I'd probably rank him like a six. Did you, was there a little part of you that felt he like wasn't, saying, he wasn't homeless or anything. Like he seemed like he was, he was all there. Where was he sitting? Out at Young and Bloor on like a, on a stone at the corner of Young and Bloor. Was there a part of you that wanted to say, thanks, you're a six, so I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no part of me. No. Do you want to go? Should we pop back there now? Yeah, let's go. Because I'm interested in what he thinks of me. And let's get everyone that works here. Down yeah. There. Do a little parade, and then we can put all our numbers on the website. <laughs> You're listening to Vinnie White. I'm a six. This Good evening. It's a ridiculous state of affairs. Oh. I think um, I think it's called negging. Right. It's a concept. There was some dude who had sex with thousands of women, and forgive me, I can't remember his name, but he wrote a book on how to attract women. And there's a whole chapter on it called negging. And the, the concept is that you go up to someone and you speak negatively and positively at them. It's, it's, you know, because the, the thought is that women like a bit of a rogue. Okay. And so you play that card. So, for example, if I was doing it, I would say to you, nice pineapple dress. Doesn't fit that well. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you'd yeah. be like, what? And it starts a conversation. So, right. so I might go in a in a nightclub. I go, uh, "You're beautiful. What an exceptional uh, hairstyle! Have you just been to a salon?" And you go, "Well, actually, no, but I'm very pleased with it. No, it's great. Crap handbag, <laughs> <laughs> or crap purse." I don't you know if this could be pulled off all the time. I think it also depends on who you are and, and your delivery. Like you're pulling it off, but I think some guys wouldn't be able to. Yeah, you've got to be quite confident. And then I would imagine I haven't read this book because I'm. I'm very pleased to say I haven't read it. And if I had read it, I wouldn't have told you because it makes me look terrible. But you also know everything that's in the book, so I think... Well, I had a friend of mine that read it. <laughs> oh, sure. Honestly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he forced it upon me. Right. No, he said that uh, as well as negging, there's, um, there's another chapter in it that just improves your confidence. But I don't know why he read it because he's a sex addict and he was already having loads of sex. Hmm. I know. It's like you should be reading the complete opposite, opposite. of that book. <laughs> he had a like revolving door. Oh. Yeah, he, he's so actually he's a bit wrong. I won't mention his name for obvious reasons. But he had this concept, right, where he had a, a set formula okay. on how he'd attract women. So he'd start, say, for example, on a Monday, and he'd be booking them for the following Monday because he didn't want to look too keen. Right. And he already had that Monday fixed from last Monday. So he'd only go weekdays on dates it usually lure them in offline uh sorry online and um from online you get what i mean yes, off yes. The web. and <laughs> uh yes yeah, so he'd pack all his weekdays in with these dates that he'd organized usually a week or two in advance right and he'd give them a tour and he had a very cute dog so he'd be like oh, he'd pick them up for a start right not a heavy drinker so he'd pick them up woo them do his bit Quite nice tattoos if you're into that sort of thing. Good looking fella as well. And then he'd take them back to his place and say, oh, I've just got to let the dog out. The dog's very cute. And yep. most women love dogs. Yes. He also happens to have a probably $1.2 million home. Wow. Okay. Well. So the slightly more shallow women of the, of which were nearly all of them, by the way, because I met some of these women, would um, would go, oh, this is this could do me well. Yeah. You know? 
And then he'd never make a move on them, ever. Oh. He'd only make a move on sort of like date three. That's commitment. Yeah. Oh, he, it, was, it was a full-time job. Wow. I, I mean, he was making no money in his chosen profession. Because it's where his efforts went. I would say he spent probably, excluding the date itself, I would say he spent four hours a day. Wow. Doing all the organising. That's crazy. You know, booking That's the restaurants. Much doing all the online chat, all the rest of it. Oh, it's a complete obsession. And then he told me he was reading that book. You don't need that book. Yeah. Or is that book what got him there? No. Okay, he had that all on his own. Yeah, he just, I guess he wanted to get his numbers up. That man has so many notches in his bedpost Ooh. that the bed is now on the floor. <laughs> well... Anyway, I'd love to say it was me. <laughs> but it's not. Uh, good for him if you're into that sort of thing. I'm sure I think a great philosopher once said it's like drinking salt water. You're... Thirst. She's never quenched Plato there. Plato on News Talk 1010. <laughs> Wise words from Jimmy White. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of all this, I wanted to bring something up with you. It's okay. a nice little link here, actually. Yes. Guess who has is going to be a father again? Who? Mick Jagger. Really? Yeah. He's expecting his eighth child. Wow. Right? Guess how old his girl for well, first of all, I'll tell you he's seventy two, right? Oh my god. Guess how old his girlfriend is. Oh, I don't know. 29. Oh, my God. Is that all right? I don't know. I don't like being judgmental of age and relationships. Yeah. But there, that's that's a lot. Because like, that's around my age, right? What that's about like, if I told you that his eldest daughter is 45? That's weird. That's it's weird a now. bit weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And this is his eighth kid. Do you need an eighth kid? But was it planned? I'd say so, probably. Why? why? Okay, so he he wants children. He yeah, wants I don't more. know that for sure, but I would I'd say so. Like at this point, why don't we just tie it up and and then? I can only assume she. By the way, she's a twenty-nine-year-old ballet dancer called Melanie Hamrick. Um, I can only assume she wanted a child, and right. he's like, sure, oh, okay. <laughs> I can afford it. Yeah. And the bonus is, of course, he won't have to put up with those difficult teenage years. Are you implying that he'll be dead? He's 72. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Although they never die, do they, the Stones? Yeah, I was going to say, who knows? Yeah, he'll probably outlive the kid. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. So, anyway, where are we? what are we going to talk about? I've forgotten. Um, it's National Ice Cream Day. Bonus. <laughs> Big news. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, that you're supposed to like have ice cream and probably tweet about it. It sounds like it was instigated by Ben and Jerry. <laughs> it's probably sponsored. And mm. then also Pokemon Go is available in Canada now. Whoopie-doo. I know you say it like that, but... You play it, don't you? No, I... Well, it's just been made available in Canada today. I saw it on your phone this week. You saw that on a friend's phone when we were... You're talking about oh, when we were at the bar? Are we, are we using our fictitious oh friends again? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so up until now, people have been needing an American iTunes account in order to download it. Right. So some people had I don't I didn't have one of those and mm. I was not going to go to the lengths to get one so I could get this app but it's like it's causing problems people are getting run off the road because they're playing as they're driving there's people that are yeah it's augmented reality if you're not familiar with it which means that you hold your camera up because obviously uh, now you, not only will it be you have people walk out in front of your car as before but now they're so engrossed that they're almost definitely not going to see you um, because they're holding their camera phone up right. To see through, if you like, the the lens yes. and normal. And what would be the point in that, of course? Well, every now and then you see a 
uh, augmented reality imposed Pokemon. Yeah. Or so, Pokemon, sorry. So so it uses your GPS and there's Pokemon that are all around the city and you have to go and like you, like you said, hold your phone up. So you're going to see the garden that's in front of you, but then you're going to see when you're looking through your phone, you see this Pokemon there. Exactly. It's a cartoon character right. that you then have to catch. I've seen signs on the internet from all over the world now that says don't Pokemon and drive. Yes, because people are doing it. And then also there's like a bunch of areas that are upset that there's Pokemon um, placed there. Like there's like a Holocaust, the Holocaust Museum. There's Pokemon in there. So people are running through with their phones. So they've requested that no Pokemon be made. I know. Be made available there. So if you had a business. Yes. Like, yeah, this is for example, MrPhotoCanvas.com. I can't imagine having a business like that. But if you did have <laughs> a successful canvas-making company... You could place a Pokemon. You could pay to get a Pokemon place there or something. Yeah. Could you... So that would mean that a lot of people stand outside your business yeah. and accidentally come across you. Yeah. So it would be very much in some people's interest. This is going to change uh, like the landscapes across... The digital landscapes across the board for businesses, for, for apps, yeah, for engagement tools. Yeah. So it's another revenue stream for them as well, as well as the download. Well, it's probably free to download, is it? Yes. But then there's probably an upgrade. That's no mm, normal. I'm how it sure. Works. Yeah. yeah. Killer Pokemon. Well, you can download it today, and then you can play around with Absolutely it. Absolutely not going to happen. <laughs> words for friends. That is as words with friends. Words. Because <laughs> oh, I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> Electronic Scrabble. That's all I know. That'll do me. Ridiculous state of affairs. I do love that app too. Yesterday, I went to Brockville. Right? Okay. I've got a friend that lives there, and. She lives a, a sort of a cottagey life, really. They've got a boat and stuff. Okay. And can't stand her. Just use her for her, uh, her cottage and boat. And <laughs> I <laughs> hope she's listening. Yeah, so do I. No, she's <laughs> a, one of my dearest friends. And um, and I went down there with my girlfriend. And uh, and then so, so she had her husband. Don't worry, it wasn't that kind of thing. Okay. okay. No keys or bowls. Um, <laughs> you never know what can happen on a boat. Always a bit scary. There's always a thing in the back of my mind thinking, let's not go downstairs. <laughs> You know, anyway, so we're bobbing about on the on the St. Lawrence Seaway, and of course, there's the area of the uh, Thousand Islands there, very very beautiful. And at one point, right, he goes, "Oh, we're going to moor up, drop the anchor." Now, technically, I always get very nervous because um, I'm British and I don't have a Canadian passport yet, although I have applied for my citizenship, but that's another story. Um, so at the moment, I travel on a British passport. And what a lot of Canadians don't know is that we're basically treated like farmyard animals. I despise going to the States because I have to have my fingerprints done. I have to have my photograph oh, wow. taken every single time I enter. And it makes you feel just like me. Right. And, of course, you know, they get take great happiness and being quite rude to you a lot of the time as well. I don't like American border guards much. Last time I went, even though he had my British passport in his hand, he said, throw another shrimp on the barbie, mate. Yeah, oh. not even the right country. That's so that's so bad. Yeah, I know. And um, anyway, long story short, so we're moored up, and I'm a bit nervous, but I thought they know this better than I do, right? Uh, because we're moored up on American side, and technically, if you're anchored on a boat on the in American waters, you're technically on land because your your boat is anchored. Right. If you're moving, it's fine. Oh. So, oh my goodness. and if you do that, you have to phone through and give your Nexus number on your passport, if you have a Nexus. Right. Okay. And, of course, you also have to carry your passports in case they need to be checked. Well, so we're bobbing about. I look up. The no. fuzz. Yeah. American fuzz. <gasps> and, uh, and I'm just like, oh, brilliant. 
Because, you know, I don't know if you've noticed the news, but America's quite tense at the moment. Yeah. And um, needs a nice new, well-rounded leader like Trump to fix it up. Comedy, <laughs> comedy, comedy. <laughs> um, anyway, so long story short, right, I come bobbing over. And they're like, hey, can we uh, moor up with your boat? And then, thank goodness, the driver of the boat, my friend, right, said, um, we're all Canadians when asked. But but now we're lying. That's a federal offence. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so, my gosh. So now I've got to be... American, sorry, Canadian. You do do the accent very well. You practice every week on the show. Yeah, they've got passports, right? They okay. were, they all, they were fine. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, threw us under the bus, <laughs> and so they showed their passports and stuff. And then they said, "And what's your name?" To my girlfriend and I. Now she's Canadian, my girlfriend. Yeah, so she's kind of all right. Yeah, although she should have technically had a passport. So she had to give her name address, telephone number, everything. This is crazy. And as she's giving it, I'm thinking, when it comes to me, there's no way I'm giving my real name. Yeah. No way. Because I know what will happen. Next time I go to Latin America, I'll fly through LA or something, and I'll get in trouble. Yeah. You know, you do not want to be on these guys' radar. You are not having my details. Yeah. I've got my wallet in my pocket. Yeah. So, I, but they said, have you got any idea? And I said, no. Right. And I'm trying to not have a bulge. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, there was no danger of any other form of bulge <laughs> at this point. Thank you for stipulating. It is bulge-free okay. in every sense. <laughs> I am petrified. <laughs> and I'd also been swimming in cold water. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, long story short, I'm not sure how we got onto Willie's. Um, I lied. And they said, where are you from? And I, Because I used to live in Ottawa, so that came quite normally. So I gave my real old address because I thought they might check the postcode or something. So and in a different name? I'm Vincent White, right? And he goes, how do you spell white? And I thought, oh, bonus. And I said, with a Y, which you don't. And you said it with your accent or you faked? Uh, I faked it. Oh, did you? So I'll do, you you be the American okay. board guy. You've got uh, mirrored shades on. Aviators, nice touch. <laughs> you are not in a good mood. Okay. Right? And you think there's something very dodgy going on. Hit me. Sir, do you have your ID on you? Uh, sorry, sir, I don't. Um, well, what's your name? Uh, my name is Vincent White. How do you spell white? Actually, well, the Y. It's kind of weird. <laughs> this accent's horrible. I Your said, accent. and I, uh, when I said it's kind of weird, I thought, shut up. Just answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I and started annoying myself. I was like, it's kind of weird. Isn't it kind of odd, right, with a Y? <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> shut up. So I just said the bare minimum. And yeah. I'm really crap with silences. Yeah. And no one else on the boat was talking. And so normally in life, normally I'd say, weather's all right, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. weather's pretty good, but I'm not, I'm, I can't start a conversation because no. that's more talking yes. <laughs> and more chance of them finding out I'm British. And if I'm, because technically I should have my fingerprints done, oh. should have my photographs done, and they've got the right to detain me. Yeah. They've totally got the right to do that. They've even got the right, I found out later when they so lovingly told us, to detain the boat and charge us 5,000 American. Why even anchor there? Why even do that? That's what I said like, when we anchored. Oh. I said, I remember saying... Why are you in America? And they were like, yeah, it's weird. And I went, I have to be honest, I feel a bit uncomfortable. Well, there's plenty of other places to yes. anchor. I like Canada. The water's the water. Just yeah. move on over. I don't want to be here. Oh, and they're like, technically, it's illegal. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> I love border patrols <laughs> in times of crisis like this. Anyway, I was visibly shaking. Oh, Vinny. I know. It was one of those horrifying experiences. And as we pootled off, they said, we're going to give you a warning. Took all my details, all of them fake. Probably shouldn't <laughs> have said this on the radio. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> my name is Steve Bobby Winkles <laughs> on my passport. Vinnie White's my stage name. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, tootled off and uh, I-, I had a whiskey. Of course you did. You I needed did. to take the edge off. Yeah, I did. I had a whiskey after that. <laughs> well, you're lucky. I'm so glad you're here and you made it. That's the, one of the only reasons I want to be Canadian. Like, there's no point in me pledging an oath to the Queen. Born and brought up with that. Right. I would like to, you know, be able to... Well, you can join the forces and vote. That would be nice. Oh, yeah, you've never voted. No. Oh, so weird. It's very upsetting, though, actually. Yeah. Anyway, um... But really, it's so you can anchor in the American waters, <laughs> right? <laughs> really? As a terrorist. What I'm really... Shouldn't even joke about that. No, no. Well, it's a good job this isn't on the radio. Anyway, <laughs> been a pleasure. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. Uh, it was a peculiar little section, but an enjoyable one. As always. And I think you're more than an eight. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. 8.1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. You are listening to Vinnie White, and you can download the podcast of this show at vinniewhite.co.uk. And I'm live from Toronto every week from 9.07 through till 10. And I'm joined by a handsome dashing character called Pat, a moustache-dappering man, and he is the producer. Let me take a picture of you, Pat. I know it's not good radio, but just uh, look through the window there. Look gorgeous. Why do you need a picture of me? Well, you know what, mate? I'm thinking about blowing it up... Right? On canvas. Now, I don't know if you know anywhere that would do that, do you? Well, I, I don't know, Vinny. That's a tough question. You're looking for some place that uh, is convenient and affordable, mm. perhaps uh, the kind of place where you don't even have to uh, pay for your prints until you go and pick them up, guaranteeing you getting exactly what you wanted. Oh, that would be ideal, yeah. But what I really want, because I know that the postal system can be unreliable at times and things get dropped, wouldn't it be great if I could go in there and pick up that canvas print and pay on pickup? Perfect. Pay Mm. on pickups. I love it. There's only one place I could think of that's that's like that, and it's MrPhotoCanvas.com. MrPhotoCanvas.com. So they would actually get that picture of you and put it on canvas and stretch it around a wooden frame, and then I could go in and pick it up? I believe so. I'll just write that down. I know you're busy on the phone there, because I, could, I couldn't quite hear what you said. What was the website again? It's MrPhotoCanvas.com. Hmm. I'll just write that down, which is weird, because that's my company. But... Terrible memory. Um... Yeah, you know, don't feel obliged, but if you fancy it, I'll be happy to print your shenanigans. Nothing nude. Got a nudie this week, had to say no. She was quite attractive as well, but it, oh. it was really weird. Like, it was a guy that wanted the print, and he wanted to, he said he said it was his girlfriend, but I don't believe him. And it was um, a girl that was half in the shower, and she looked like she was running away from the camera. What? I know, it's, it's a bit weird, actually. I said, is it? Is it your girlfriend? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, nice, no, my girlfriend. Yeah, for, for sure. And the way he said it, he sort of overdid it. But I don't know who it was, but she didn't seem to want to be in the picture. And you could see, you couldn't see everything, but you could see, you know, quite a bit. And I said, I'm not entirely comfortable printing this. He goes, oh, no, no problem, and, and walked out. That sounds way too suspicious. Weird, he did it? everything wrong. Yeah. 
Like, because if he'd have played it like, oh, that's just my girlfriend. It's a bit of a practical joke. We're just going to put it in the bedroom for a bit of fun. I'd probably have done it. There's nothing legal about it, is there? It's all right. I think there is. I'm pretty sure you can't. I, can't... I guess he's not selling it, so maybe it is okay. What law would it be? You're not allowed to take naked pictures of people without their consent. Aren't you? Pretty sure. It's embarrassing. Pass me my phone. <laughs> I mean, it is me. I just didn't consent myself. Um, no, I see what you mean. Well, there's revenge porn laws, so you could absolutely... If, That's what if I think that it would be to, covered by. Yeah, if you were to say, for example, I'm going to put this up in the street unless you, I don't know, give me money or whatever. Yeah. Either way, it felt really wrong. And I think you made the right call. Yeah, I didn't say no. I just said I feel really uncomfortable. Go, oh, don't worry about it then. The fact that he bailed so quickly, yeah. he's so uncomfortable by any resistance. He's probably worried. I mean, he doesn't want to give any information and have people call the cops. I, it sounds, if she is visibly didn't want to be in the picture. And the other thing is, she was, it's a bit of a judgment call, and I shouldn't say this, but I let, listen, we all think it inside sometimes. She was way better looking than you would think he could achieve. You might have run into some, like, dangerous stalker uh, kind of guy. This kid could be serially, you know, just that could have just been some strange woman he had broken into and taken a picture of and ran off. So the message here is, look, freakoids, I want your dogs, your clothed wives, your car if you're into that, your artwork, right? I'll reproduce all of that. But no funny business. Hmm? Right. Got out of that one. All right. God, I got terribly serious, didn't it? I better do my emergency joke. How do you sell a partially deaf man a frog? No clue. Do you want to buy a frog? See you next week. Ta-da. This is News Talk 1010 Toronto.